Definitely want to remind everyone to download, rate, and subscribe to the 415ers podcast coming out with episodes Monday, Wednesday, and Friday on the Odyssey Sports Podcast Network. I'm on social at eGiddings10. Mark is on social at Mark Grandy. Mark with a C, Grandy with an I. This takes us to the next part of our conversation, Mark, which Christian McCaffrey getting into the mix with all of those weapons that we've talked about. You know, do you feel like the weapons for the, for San Francisco are, you know, over, under, or properly rated? Because I, to be honest, I've seen each side of the spectrum throughout, specifically this week, and sort of contrasted with the weapons that Kansas City has. Now, they look a lot better because of the quarterback and who's delivering the football, but it is interesting also contrasting this year's weapons that are pretty much the same with last season. And I think a lot of people are maybe not concerned, but curious with how Christian McCaffrey is going to specifically affect Debo Samuel and his usage. Because last year he was, I mean, he he was a first-team All-Pro. The accolade is there. Um, but he was one of the most effective and electric players in football. And we've seen glimpses, obviously, Monday night against the Rams, and I'm sure 49ers fans are hopeful that he can sort of have a, a repeat performance this upcoming Sunday against Los Angeles. Uh, but but I'm curious where you fall on this. I'll give you my answer after. Uh, but it's just a question that sort of came to me as I was scouring through Twitter this weekend because the 49ers absolutely have a ton of weapons. You said it yourself. It's the best skill group in the NFL, and you can certainly make that argument. But I think a lot of fans are questioning now whether they are over, under, or properly rated. I think they're properly rated. Um, I think most people agree that this is, if not um, one of the best, I mean, if not the best, it's it's one of the best, you know, a top five skill unit in the league. You know, you look at, McCaffrey, Kittle, Debo Samuel, and Brandon Ayuk. I mean, you're going to be hard pressed to find a better four, a more a more versatile four, a more difficult four to try to scheme against and defend. Now, the numbers might not back that up. I mean, you you say you say, all right, this is the best skill unit in the league. You know, I I said that uh, point blank. I said that after the Christian McCaffrey trade. I know you're referencing that. Um, I stand by it. But, you know, the numbers might not back it up. This is a team that has struggled to score points. This is, you know, a team where any of those guys are going to struggle to get up to 100 yards in any single game, um, you know, on, on, the, uh, on the ground or in the air. And maybe McCaffrey is the exception. He can get, you know, a combined 100 yards on the ground and in the air. But there probably aren't many others all that often that will break triple digits in terms of, you know, offensive yards in a single game. Um, I think the the reason maybe for that disconnect between the lack of talent or, you know, the abundance of talent and the lack of results or statistics or points on the board, unfortunately, it's probably the quarterback. Uh, This is just simply a quarterback uh, who's not going to, you know, throw the ball deep down the field too often and connect with his receivers Uh, It's not a quarterback who is going to consistently make tough throws in tight windows. Um, And then the other side of this is that the scheme isn't one that generally allows for gigantic receiving numbers. It's just not the way that Kyle Shanahan, at least the way that he has, you know, um, made this 49er offense, the way that he has crafted it and built it. It's not one that's going to allow for too much through the air. I mean, the last two weeks, Jimmy Garoppolo's thrown for 35 or thrown 35 or more passes 
in consecutive weeks. That doesn't happen all that often. This most recent week was the first time he's thrown for over uh, 300 yards uh, in a game this season. That again, that's the first time it's happened, and and we're now in uh, week seven after week and, seven. Of course, and to your start. point, I don't think it's a coincidence that both games ended up in losses. Of course. Yeah. The reason that they had to throw more was because they were behind. So yeah. I, I think you can say that this is a roster that is filled with some insane offensive talent because it clearly is. Um, but the reason why that might not translate into some gaudy offensive numbers that you see from, you know, the Buffalo bills offense and the Kansas city offense who maybe have, the greater overall offensive threat, a singular threat, you know, in Stefan Diggs and Travis Kelsey, say what you want. He is a, uh, a, as, I mean, a, a better pass catcher than George Kittle right now. Maybe a big part of it is the quarterback. But the reason for that disconnect between talent uh, and depth on offense and production, I think it's a combination of the um, lack of, of play from the quarterback, like a talent from the quarterback and just in general, the scheme that those offenses run. Yeah. I think going through the weapons individually, I can find some over unders, but as a whole, I'm kind of with you. I think that they are properly rated for now. Now I think they are also teetering depending on, like you mentioned, the actual statistics um, playing out on the field. They can certainly turn to overrated based on how much talent they have, that abundance that you're talking about. But, you know, I think Brandon Ayuk right now, um, based on where people were projecting him before this season, I know that a lot of that had to do with Trey Lance and his connection with him this offseason has probably been a bit overrated. Um, George Kittle, I know he was hurt for a couple of, of weeks, but as of, you know, the last few, he's been he's been showing up in the pass catching game, I think he's been pretty properly rated. Um, Debo Samuel, you know, it was around this time last year that he really took that leap as a runner. That's probably not going to be happening a whole lot with Christian McCaffrey coming out of the backfield now and the return of Elijah Mitchell to the ground game. So maybe he's not getting as many rushes, but I think that he's been maybe underrated as a pass catcher compared to what he did through seven games last year. Um, looking at, I mean, I don't want to go down the list, but you know, Jeff Wilson Jr. is probably underrated based on what was expected of him this year. Uh, so, you know, all of it together, that equation to me ends up probably on the properly rated side. Um, I think Jimmy Garoppolo, of course, is unfortunately kind of the the crux of of the issue and is at the center of everything because he's the one who determines at the end of the day where the football goes. But right now, I would say without McCaffrey, because that's where they were prior to this week, they were pretty properly rated. Now, if this production offensively and specifically the amount of points does not, you know, jack itself up, if, if it does not turn into um, results for the 49ers, then I think we can say that this is an offense that would be overrated because of how many weapons they have. Uh, you know, there's, you, you can probably say, Regardless of quarterback play, if you're, you know, as as good at, you know, if you are deservedly being called the best, you know, skill group unit in the NFL, doesn't matter who's throwing you the ball. You got to, you know, be so great that you can get open and, and, and you know, any quarterback can be successful with you. I, I hear that argument. Um, but I think in this conversation, you think, OK, uh, let's just kind of slip in 
a different quarterback and kind of play a game here, how would that change the offense? Let's let's just swap skill position players. And so, you know, the quarterback or not the quarterbacks, excuse me. Let's swap the receivers, the tight ends and the running backs for the 49ers and Chiefs. Just swap them. How do those offenses change? Because in my mind, it's pretty clear the Kansas City offense reaches another level. Just, <laughs> I mean, with Christian McCaffrey, Debo Samuel, George Kittle, and Brandon Ayuk, instead of, say, for example, uh, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, you can say Isaiah Pacheco if you want, um, Travis Kelsey, uh, Juju Smith-Schuster, and Marquez Valdez-Scantling on the 49ers. I think pretty clearly the Chiefs offense with the Niners' weapons is better, led by Patrick Mahomes, of course, while the 49ers offense with Jimmy Garoppolo along with Travis Kelsey and company takes a step backwards. I, yeah. I think that's a that's a pretty easy argument there. I No, I, I think so too. And, and of course, it all comes down to the quarterback. But I think stylistically, the Chiefs, because of their quarterback, rely as far as skill positions outside of Kelsey, more so on speed. And that is actually something that the 49ers do not really have. Now, you could yeah. say that Jimmy Garoppolo can't stretch the field, and so that's why you don't see as much um, you know, speed on the 49ers' offense. That's not the way they're built. But Debo's not really a burner. Ayuk's not really a burner. Kittle's not a burner. Um, Danny Gray is their, their fastest receiver right now, and they only threw him one deep ball against the Chiefs. It didn't pan out. But I do think that, just, just to play devil's advocate here, like I do think the Chiefs are built because of their quarterback, whereas the 49ers are also built because of their quarterback. That's why you go out and get CMC, because I, I feel like right now the 49ers are trying to not necessarily reconstruct their offense, but build an offense that can beat you 10 yards in because that's where their quarterback is most effective. Okay, I, I hear where you're coming from, but I think the point is that a quarterback like Mahomes, um, you know, maybe he's he's best built a certain way. You know, he he's most effective with a certain style of offense. But a quarterback like Mahomes is able to play any style. I mean, he's he's. I mean, I, I know we're like we're, we're picking, you know, Mahomes who who could end up being you know the greatest, if not one of you know, top five quarterback of all time. If his career continues on the trajectory it's currently going on, it's, it's an unfair comparison clearly. Um, but the Niners offense is built the way it is behind the run game and behind, you know, uh, a screen game and Debo Samuel as a, a wide back. It's built that way because of Jimmy Garoppolo's limitations. Uh, if, if they had a different quarterback there who was able to move the ball around. And, you know, this is coming from someone who has been very critical of Jimmy Garoppolo. But over the last two weeks, I mean, I've openly stated here on the pod, I think Jimmy Garoppolo is throwing the ball better than I thought he was going to. He's played pretty decently. He has those moments like the interception in the end zone against the Chiefs where, you know, you just bury your head in your hands because you can't believe that a veteran quarterback could make a throw like that, could possibly think that that was the move to make. But you take out that one, you know, those two bad moments, and you're like, all right, this is a guy who's putting the ball on the his target's numbers over the middle of the field, 15 yards down the field, and he looks pretty good. Um, but still, there there is clearly a a lack of explosion in this offense, and you know, I think the the biggest reason why is because of the quarterback's limitations. Now you said, you know, the, the speed, they definitely do not have that deep threat who can take the the top off the defense. That's why the Emmanuel Sanders acquisition back in uh, the 2019 season was so important. 
uh, because he was the guy who was able to get down the field. You remember, of course, the overthrow in the Super Bowl, but there was a huge play towards the end of the season. I believe it was around Christmas um, where they were playing the Rams at home in a game they needed to win if they wanted to potentially win the division and get a bye in the first round. And it came down to the wire, and it was a big third-down conversion down the middle of the field, deep down the middle of the field, to Emmanuel Sanders. The Niners do not really have that threat. That's a very fair point, and I agree. Uh, but still, the limitations of this offense, for the most part, are are due to the quarterback. Yeah, I agree. And, I mean, look, 23 to 27 points. I, I know it may not sound sexy, but that that's honestly a, a pretty good day for most Jimmy Garoppolo-led offenses. It's going to win you most games this year if you score in that range. Yeah, look, if they're 25 points a game for the rest of the season, I like the 49ers' chances in a lot of those games. Injuries aside, 